I'm Zach. I'm Roy, and this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, you look like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. What's bothering you, friend? I don't think the weight of the world is on my shoulders. Do you think my shoulders are that strong? I'm I'm some kind of Atlas type. I'm saying they look kind of slumped. Hmm. Oh, like I the th- invisible weight of the world. Okay, the invisible thought- hand of capitalism is pushing down on them. Sure, and I'm trying to shrug it off. Yeah. Um, I just haven't had the the best weekend. It also wasn't the worst. It was fine. It was average. Okay. Uh, I spent, uh, I was going to say tomorrow morning. I spent yesterday morning uh, painting uh, people's uh, hipster Tom's shoes at a Whole Foods with with Corinne. You're going to have to, okay, so you already explained this to me, and I'm still every bit as confused as I imagine our listeners are. Okay. So Tom's uh, is a company that makes uh, these sort of uh, simple canvas shoes. Um, and they're very popular. Um, they're Are not they very expensive. Huh? I don't think that they're from Maine. I don't think there's a relationship uh, between Tom's and Tom's is of Maine. Is canvas all natural? I think so. I don't I, know what canvas uh, is made of. I'm not an artist. Cotton. Okay. For the most part, um, canvas would be cotton. Um, you know, and they're simple shoes. A lot of uh, ladies like them uh, and a lot of uh, hipster men like them. Um they don't have that much arch support, so it's like wearing chucks. So, so you might like them, but um, they're cheap shoes. I mean, fifty bucks is about what you pay for for one of those. And uh, is that cheap for shoes? I think of that as being kind of expensive. Well, for, shoes. for what you're getting, right? I think they're made in the USA and they're out of good ingredients. But and are they stuff made in like that. American sweatshops or? Um, <laughs> I only buy shoes made in sweatshops because that way, you know, the quality is good because you know that somebody is afraid that they're going to get beaten if they don't put the shoes together. Right. right. They might be American sweatshops. Cool. Now, I'm, I'm not certain whether they're just made in the U.S. US but uh, their philosophy is that for every pair of shoes that you buy, they um, create a pair of shoes for some child who does not have shoes in what is considered still the third world. Okay. So they're like the opposite of a sweatshop. Yes. And um, what they do is they don't just send random shoes to organizations. They actually do these sort of like uh, trips where they go to someplace and actually measure like a particular child's shoe and make a shoe for that. So they will have the kid like step into a clay Uh uh, mold so that they can make some uh, five finger uh, shoes. What do you call those things? I don't know what feet they're gloves. called. <laughs> so they can make douchey feet gloves for African children. I believe that they do actually step into a thing to make a mold out of their foot. But I don't I don't think they make them wear um, five-fingered toe shoes. I guess the hospital conditions in the third world are such that often children are born with really strangely shaped feet. That is possible. Like sometimes your foot is just a circle. Sure. And that, that's weird. I did once watch, watch this uh, documentary when I was a kid on, on Channel 8, which was this particular... Uh, African tribe that has um, some kind of mutation on their feet where they look like ostrich feet. They have like two big toes and that's it. Like hmm. these huge, like so they're Teenage like, Mutant they Ninja like Turtle. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle foot yeah. is what I was about yeah. to say. I didn't know they were, uh, I didn't know they had ostrich DNA <laughs> mutated into them. Um, I would have thought an ostrich would have like the two feet and the two toes in the front and the one toe in the back, like a, you know. So well, that, so yes, can, yeah, okay. So that they can perch in your closet <laughs> and ambush you. So with the heel, uh, I think the the tracks on the sand uh, look like oh, okay. big ostrich. Uh, uh, when there of. are two pairs, yeah. that's when ostrich Jesus is right there with you. Exactly. Uh, no, it's when there's one pair 
right? No, when you're being carried. Yeah, ostrich Jesus is always there. Uh, but we had so many orders that we couldn't get them all done in time. And then I went to uh, to the office because I wanted to work on some t-shirt designs. I was trying to uh, submit some stuff to uh, Threadless. Um, they have some design challenge going on. And uh, I was only able to make one, which, you know, turned out all right. But then we spent all day today finishing up all the shoes that we had to take home in order to do all of the shoes that people wanted. You know, uh, the, the, when you see only one set of footprints in the sand, um, you can go back. And that's because Ostrich Jesus just stopped and buried his head I in, see. The, in the right, beach. Right. So then you can find him. So why did you like... Okay, because the people bought the shoes in order for this thing to be done. Okay, so it was the assholes running the thing that sold too many shoes for the core of volunteer labor. Well, that they it just had. just happened. I mean, um, no, the person, they were assholes. Bro. They weren't. <laughs> the person who put it together, uh, who is a friend of ours, which is why uh-huh. um, I know that her intentions were good. That one asshole friend of yours. <laughs> uh, she's very sweet. Um, she didn't get a response online from people, so it didn't seem like people were going to show up to this thing, but then they did. Or, you know, a lot of them are... We were right in the front of the store, so I, I think a lot of people just there saw a lot of how walk, awesome walk-ins. we were and wanted us to mm-hmm. draw their things. It was much easier to paint on the shoes today than it was yesterday while they they watched us. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like it when, when I am occasionally called on to like draw a sketch in somebody's sketchbook at Comic-Con. Yeah, I, I don't that like that either. More than anything. I need to practice some kind of image in order to do it quickly and know what to do. For for the large ones where if I fuck it up, I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. I'll look at the previous pages in this and it's like, oh, like uh, on the other side of this page I'm drawing on is something like Stan Sakai drew. I'm like, God damn it. Why are, why are they why making they you draw on the other side? To me? No, but I mean, I don't, I don't want to have to rip the page out of the sketchbook if I fuck <laughs> it up. So I have just, I have just got a thing that I can draw fairly large that is like detailed, but easy to draw. And I never fuck it up. I see. So you uh, have done this. I, I have not yeah. done this. Yeah. Yeah. I still kind of, kind of flounder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, that was kind of it. But I, I made this design and I'm going to show you this because I thought it was pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. I see. You should so describe it. It's a so it's a it's a it says the magical food, uh, and there is a picture of a bean uh, with a wizard hat and robe and shoes and a beard and little wizard spectacles, mm-hmm. sort of uh, half moon spectacles, holding a wand, and it says poof. Yeah, uh, and awesome. That's a photoshopped picture of Rachel uh, wearing that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it is. Um, you've made this as though it's an advertisement for this thing. Oh, you submit uh, the design on the website, so. That that was the image that I submitted. Uh, did, did you not want to say the magical fruit? I did, but I got shit from Kevin because uh, he said that's not a fruit; that's a food. It's beans, beans, the magical fruit. Yeah, and, right. Or Which food? Is... No, he said food. I say fruit. I changed it no. to food because people are going to be upset. That's absurd. Beans, beans, the magical food. The more you ate, the more you pooed. But that's really true of anything. Anything, anything, the magical food, the more you ate, the more you pooed. Uh-huh. Shouldn't it be more like poot? But I... Right. Yes. That's why it's fruit. Right. I think you need to change it, Roy. Can you resubmit it? I can't resubmit it. It's See, over. and in the middle of our show, Kevin, the very person who ruined this t-shirt, is ruining the show by opening and closing the garage door. <laughs> Repeatedly. This, this background noise. I don't think people can hear the background noise. I don't, I don't think that they can either. But I can feel it. That's I no can, worse than a gurgling. I can feel it in my soul. Um, 
But it it allowed me to watch movies at least today, uh, and we watched Predators, which I had not seen. No, oh. I you guys will often be working on something and watching something at the same time, and I cannot do that. That's why I don't get through nearly as much TV as you do. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't I don't often have a lot of things to do. I don't know if you know this, Roy, but I'm not very good with my hands. So uh, more often than not, I just don't bother trying to actually sure. make or do right. anything uh, anything tangible. I mean, a lot of the time I'm working on sculpy things so that, you know, I can hold it and look down and work on it and then look up. And you know. I, if I glance away from the screen for even one second, I have to rewind really? what I'm watching. Yeah. Um, I've become a lot more um, that used to really bother me. And I've I've kind of given up on that somewhat. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess would I rather not watch all of Star Trek The Next Generation or would I rather half-ass watch all of Star Trek The Next Generation? Right. I think it's the former. I think I'd rather not watch it than, really? than watch it at all, all. all fucked up. Oh. Yeah. Because when I was watching it, um, it's the one that you lent us, mm-hmm. many times I was cooking, so I had I to know, watch it in the... Ref- room. No, wait, wait. I would watch it in the reflection of the porch porch door wow you would set up you would set up like a like a cook pot i didn't have to set up uh, anything that, that i would was just to a mirror sheen right and then that would reflect the porch door which would reflect the tv screen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. huh that's, but then i could hear it i so knew what was going all of on. every one of picard's cute outfits you saw backwards Yes. That sucks, Roy. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like the experience has been tainted? You don't feel like it's been compromised? No, because um, I had already seen it all. Oh, okay. It was too late. Yeah. Um, is, that all, is that all you did? You painted a bunch of shoes? And mm-hmm. so, that, so this was the reason that you were all hangdog when you showed up at my house and you said that you didn't have a very good weekend is that you spent the entire weekend doing volunteer work. Uh, sort of. No, I mean... It wasn't really volunteer work. They gave us a, a, a gift certificate to Whole Foods. Oh, how much of a gift certificate? Uh, 50 bucks. Oh, okay, so you could buy like a single bean. Sure. To pose for your next uh, t-shirt. Like exactly. I, I do have a stupid name. <laughs> a whole line of bean t-shirts planned. Uh, I mean, I, I wore uh, one day last week, I wore one of your bean t-shirts. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the laser, laser bean. bean. You know what I don't like, though? is a white t-shirt yeah i don't either i i have one of those and i don't wear it myself so yeah, I, I wear need it if to there's nothing that. else to wear like i always feel like wearing a white t-shirt means you're out of other clothes right. like anytime you see somebody Laundry in a t-shirt. white t-shirt it's like they might as well just be wearing an undershirt sort of right it's like you might as well just be going out in like just the vest of your tuxedo sure but that's a problem right because many times i have these sort of like uh white uh guayaveras uh, that i want to wear wait say that again right <sighs> they're called guayaveras <laughs> Um, and I want to wear an undershirt, but I don't have just a plain white t-shirt. I have a few white t-shirts that have shit on them. So then I can't wear them under, under my Guayaveta. Right. So you have to wear a white t-shirt with some sort of like dick sucking joke or something on it. And then when I do have a lot of dick sucking joke, if shirts. anything, uh, if anything, uh, if anything goes wrong with your Guayaveta, uh-huh. um, you're afraid that you'll have to take it off. Like say... <laughs> At church, uh-huh. and then embarrass everyone, which is where I wear those with, too. Your, with your dick sucking. Well, right. yeah, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you, you need to make it look authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember once when you were going to Mexico City, I you I said, uh, "Hey, Roy, you should get me a guayabera while you're there." And you said, "What color do you want?" And I said, "I don't know, whatever, like the just a not gay color." And you came back with a, like a lavender guayabera for you. <laughs> yep. Really? Yeah, you came back with literally the gayest possible color. I think it might have been oh, like a like a baby blue. Okay. Um, yeah. 
I mean, that's and your, that your, was probably your response on purpose. Was, this was the only color that they had, and I didn't believe you then, and I still don't. I I don't know. Baby blue, baby blue is a common color for those. Mm-hmm. Like baby blue, sort of like a uh, little uh, chick yellow uh-huh. and white or uh, d- downy or like downy, cream, downy Easter chick yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. see, cream would have been okay. Okay, yeah, I don't know if they had any cream. I don't you remember know, like now. a black one with maybe like a Metallica logo. <laughs> yeah, on it would have been pretty. Black good. ones are really rare. Except it would have been the Mexican uh, Metallica. Sure, Metallica. Metallica. Yeah, I always thought it was in Spanish. Oh yeah, right. Metallica is in an English word. Metallica, because <laughs> there's two L, there's two L's in a row there. Metallica. <laughs> uh, it's too bad that that doesn't scan, or that could be the title of our episode, right? Yeah, it could save us the trouble. Uh, Gunning for ostrich Jesus, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk you into it. Uh, I could spell it with a Y, Metallica. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say ostrich Jesus with a Y, like Y E S, like huh? Okay. I do often I spell words with yeah. extra letters. I don't know where Jesusy. Um, yeah. yeah so, so how was your weekend? You did a lot of Halloween stuff. I right? did a lot of Halloween stuff. I went to a, I went to a pumpkin carving party. Um, mm-hmm. and that was pretty good. You had to bring your own pumpkin and your own knife. And your own so carving. I bought a, uh, I bought a, a paring knife at the grocery store and you know, it was a cheap one and I knew it was a cheap one. It was like a $4 knife from the grocery store, but I, right. uh, I literally pulled the knife out of the packaging Plunged it into the pumpkin around the broke uh, around the uh, around the you know the stem to uh-huh. to make the first cut for the for the opening on top and then when I came when I pulled back the handle came off dang <laughs> and I had to pull the knife out improper with pull out yeah yeah no so fucking cheap knife mm-hmm. um, and I ended up using uh, mostly what I ended up using was one of those like super super cheap like flimsy plastic handled serrated metal things that come in a pumpkin carving right. kit right and those work else. don't they they, they do. They're not good for making like great big cuts. Like you do the you do the broad work with a knife, right? And then the uh, detail work with one of those, or the, the hollowing out the inside. Like because you know you make the opening on the outside. Carving pumpkins always sucks because you have this idea of what it's going to look like, and it never fucking looks like that. No, uh, it's rough. Um, I didn't do anything interesting. I just put faces on. Mine. Okay, I was you didn't just like, bore a hole in it and then have your way. <laughs> no, I didn't. I microwaved it okay. until okay. it was just right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. We roasted. You know what? I had never. Uh, I had never. Well, this isn't true. I had often before roasted pumpkin seeds when I was hanging out with people uh, carving jack o' lanterns, but they were never any good. Uh, but this time, there was a girl there that knew what she was doing. Huh? You boil the pumpkin seeds in salt water and for like ten minutes, oh, <clears throat> and okay. then roast them. They were I didn't know that. Delicious. They were really salty, but okay. So you maybe just use less salt. Can I, you season them with other flavors? Yeah, if they, you're they doing dumped that? a bunch of stuff on them. Uh, they were they were they were spicy. Oh, okay. Um, I was pretty drunk by the end of uh, end of that too. Did they uh, roast them in alcohol? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying by the time that got done and oh, there were okay. pumpkin seeds right. to be at, yeah, I, uh, I was I was pretty well in my cups. Okay. So you boil them first, okay, yeah, in salt water for ten mm-hmm. minutes, and then you Good. roast them according to roasting directions. You know the directions that are printed on the outside of the pumpkin. Sure. Or on each individual seed. They've genetically engineered pumpkins to have like sort of veins on the outside that give instructions for how to how to roast the seeds. Wow. And carve the jack-o'-lantern. And give you the nutritional facts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. They keep getting bigger. You know, the, the numbers right. keep getting bigger as the yeah. pumpkin grows. Although I guess you're apparently not supposed to eat. Like the big pumpkins are not what they make pies out of. 
if you're making a pumpkin pie out of pumpkins, you get the little bitty ones. Like when they're big, they're no good for anything. Uh, that's sort of the case with, you know, and they're in the same family. If you get really huge squash, they're not as good as smaller squash. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've only ever bought like spaghetti squash. They're more fibrous and stuff. Mm-hmm. Zucchini and stuff. You don't buy zucchini? No, I really can't stand zucchini. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never liked it. I like cucumbers, but I don't like zucchinis. Not I think I like things that are early in the alphabet and not late. Oh, okay. Um, and then we went to, we wandered around, uh, the, the college town where the people in the costumes were, but it was also homecoming. So most people were just dressed as douchey frat jack offs. Oh, that's right. I was invited to that and I, I didn't mm-hmm. go. Um, a lot of, uh, like skanks, you mm-hmm. know, like girls wearing t-shirts as whole dresses. Yeah, sure. Sure. I saw uh, a few of those on the way. Was, our, our waitress had not. Uh, gotten the memo that they were supposed to be in costume and so she was a fox uh, which was just a waitress with whiskers drawn on her face in eyeliner that's no uh, more complicated than that's not any more complicated than other Mm. girl costumes sure although I guess she had acquired some kind of fox tail she was friendly she was attentive she she gave us food so yeah no she was great she was like a waitress There there was a sexy Vulcan who was like the waitress's assistant Huh. Um, the waitress had an assistant? Mm-hmm. Doing was, what? Uh, Did she wait on the waitress? Well, like when the waitress brought out three plates, uh, she was only hair oh, holding two of them, and, okay. the, and the sexy Vulcan was holding the third one. Got it. She was a food runner. Uh, there was a girl, there was a, there was a, a fairly well-done um, Heath Ledger Joker uh, bartender. There was a girl working behind the bar that was dressed as the Orbitz girl. There was a table full of people huh. who we identified as being dressed as the resources from Settlers of Catan. Really? Which was a weird... They were excited that we recognized it, because like, like, my friend Patrick went over and asked them, hey, are you guys dressed as the resources from Settlers of Catan? Because that's what my friend thinks you're dressed as. And uh, they were they, they were gleeful. Uh-huh. Uh, Which means yes. Yeah. Okay. It was weird. They, they just had these hexagons on the front and the back of them, and the hexagons had stuff on them that represented the resources. Bricks or wheat. That's kind of cool. Or sheep. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see anyone dressed as Monopoly? No. I didn't. Uh, there was a girl at the bar who was dressed as a Dalmatian, uh, which is to say that she was wearing only a pair of panties and her entire body was painted white with black spots on it. Huh. Yeah. I only saw her from the back. She might oh, have also really? been wearing some kind uh, of pasties. Crosses of electrical tape or something. <laughs> right. I guess little circles of electrical tape would be the way to do it. Sure. I don't think electrical tape comes in those. You don't think so? No. <laughs> you don't think you can make a circle out of it? You just make like a, you, you like weave a tatami mat out of it and then right, cut and a then, circle out of that. I think that sure. would probably work. But you have to put it on grease paper or something so that the Right, the so you can peel it off. Away. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I don't even know what grease paper is. It just seems like the kind of thing that you would use for the purpose that I just described in my imagination. Well, it's greasy, right? It's paper that you've rubbed a peanut on. I guess. My mom always refers to whiteboards as grease boards. First, I thought she was just being racist. Like, oh, you're hanging out with those grease boards at your office, huh? I'm like, Mom, come on. Oh, okay. Hey, it, it, you know, Roy... First of all, there's only Roy. Roy's in the next room. Be careful what you say. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. No, there would be boards that you write on with a grease pencil. I, guess, I don't know what a grease pencil is. It's I like mean, a I, can, little... I can guess based on the, the what the words are. You've never used one? I don't think so. Oh, it, it's... Um, it, <laughs> I, I can only describe it as a grease pencil. It's a pencil that it's one of those where it's wrapped in paper, like okay. um, layers and layers of paper. And so it's you, like a lollipop stick? Well, it's like um, mascara used to be like that, right? Yeah, mascara pencils used to be like that. And um, 
and you peel off the paper and then it exposes the lead and the lead is really really soft and you just write on stuff cool. with it and it's greasy and see i thought maybe it was a pencil it was a regular pencil that had grease instead of the wood oh no no that seems like it'd be really unpleasant to use and you just you you it try regular write, lead, you write on a piece on of paper outside. with it and then you use your fingers to draw stuff on the grease board right mm-hmm. um yeah, other than that, not a lot has been going on. So it hasn't been very long since the last time we recorded a show. No, we were, just, we were late just last a few week. days. Yeah. 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 So yeah, worked. We thought we were pregnant. Yeah. And it turns out we weren't. It turns out we were okay. We we're we we're back on schedule now. Yeah. <laughs> Once every seven days, mm-hmm. like clockwork. Yeah. Uh, well, we've still got this big pile of questions. We do. We did such a good job. Our listeners, I shouldn't say we did a good job, Roy. I should say our listeners did a good job of they giving did. us so many questions, so many questions, so many ways in which we can we can help them by dispensing advice. And I think we ought to get to it. But before we do that, let's have a cocktail. Let's do. So last week, Roy, when I, when I told you that the cocktail was going to be the cosmopolitan, you said, well, you know, if we're doing girly drinks, I think the next week should be the apple teeny. Yeah. And that's what we decided to do. The apple teeny. Mm-hmm. And I, I did a quick, uh, Googling of apple teeny recipes and I did what I always do, which was land on the simplest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this particular recipe was uh, one part vodka, one part apple pucker, one part apple juice. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very good. It is. It's uh, you know. I was. We were. T- we were talking about this. It's like no wonder people like this. It's like how everybody gets all excited about Nutella. Right. And it's like of course you like it. It's candy. It's like, yeah. Oh, guys! I discovered this great thing. You just pour a bunch of sugar into your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Wow. I'm gonna try that. It was recommended to me by my friend, a horse. <laughs> it's very European. Um. Uh, so here, here uh, in a in a Halloween note, uh, the brand of apple juice. I don't know if this is a brand or a, a variety of apples, but the bottle is labeled Gravenstein yeah. apple juice. Scary apples, Gravenstein. Huh? Yeah. Like it does not get any more Halloween than a combination of no. Graves and Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I guess it could be anything Stein, but I'm I'm assuming it's Frankenstein because it was in the special. It was in the seasonal section. Sure, right. Um, yeah, you know, this is good. It's I was expecting it to be brown. But it's green. The, the vivid artificial coloring of that oh, the uh, pucker. apple pucker is pretty uh, mm-hmm. pretty intense. Well, you were reading on the bottle of the apple pucker that their recipe, which makes sense, right? That they would only say, only use our ingredient and alcohol or other alcohol. Right. They're like, yeah, this is apple enough that you don't need apples. Right. We were thinking about garnishing these with an entire apple on the rim, but I didn't remember to it buy won't, any. It won't fit on the... In the oh. You know what? A crab, like a cocktail skewer with a crab apple oh, on it. Oh, that would be delicious. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. we had crab apple trees mm-hmm. outside, and I used to eat crab apples all the time. And I have never seen one since then. I've only seen them on trees. I've never seen them in a store. Oh, I don't. I mean, they're not good enough to actually eat. Well, you can uh, make like preserves and stuff out of them. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's weird. I don't know if anybody actually would ever sell really? them. Really? Because I've, I've had preserves. We used to have a lady that lived at my parents ranch who would take crab apples and make like a crab apple butter i think it's kind of like wild onions like they're okay and they're similar enough to onions that you can eat them and they taste like onions but like why would you buy those instead of just buying onions so they don't have them at the store well they're wild wild caught onions sure I, i mean i guess if you really want that that sort of like authentic earthy taste that you can only get from crab apples also if you eat too many crab apples you throw up uh, that's what they say. I think if you eat too many apples, you throw up. If you eat too much of anything. And if you drink too much apple juice, you you have uh, ow my butt. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. Is that what happens? Yeah. Too much apple juice gives you diarrhea. Mm-hmm. It's a diuretic. I, uh, I dated this girl in college who drank a lot of apple juice. Mm. She might have had diarrhea all the time. Well, all I know. Sure. Yeah. She probably just peed from both ends. Mm-hmm. Both sides. From both ends, huh? Uh, I think we need to, we need yeah, to take yeah, you to yeah, learning please, about diarrhea Please draw school. me a picture. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this is pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say. Yeah, it's as, like candy. Yeah, as, as girl drinks go, this one's pretty girly. Yeah, I this is see. a, I would, I would probably make one of these for my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I bet my now mom Now you know how. Like yeah, I do. I, I was discussing this with, with Corinne this morning and how the Cosmopolitan doesn't particularly seem like a girly drink. It's just that it's served in a martini glass. And I think that makes it seem like it's a girly drink. Yeah. Anything served in a martini glass that isn't just like a martini. Gin, right. Yeah. It seems, seems girly. Mm-hmm. And that's just an image thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, for my money... It doesn't get much girlier than like a rum and coke, but that's a thing that guys will order all the time. And right, but not, it comes in a regular glass. Yeah, sure, sure, it does. So but, if you had a Cosmopolitan, that also came in a tumbler. Sure. Almost any drink that has rum in it is a girly drink, as far as I'm concerned. Really? Yeah, rum is for girls and sailors. Right. Sailors are basically like aquatic girls. <laughs> sure. Um, I've been reading Treasure Island, and it makes me want to drink rum. Does it? Yeah. Uh, Treasure Island, where almost all of the tropes that we associate with pirates were just totally made up. Yeah, they're brand new. Um, What was interesting is that uh, most recently in one of the uh, chapters I was reading, one of the pirates, one of the buccaneers, uh, asks somebody something or makes reference, and he said, either I will ask you or blah, blah, blah. He uses the word ask. It's spelled A-X-E. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty awesome. Um, so that's where that Futurama thing comes from. Exactly. They go back to Treasure Island you know, time. I admire an institution like Futurama when they actually stick to their guns on a thing like that. Yeah, and they say it every time, and right? Yeah, every time it comes up. Ah, uh, boy. I, they must have somebody whose job, like somebody that, that is on staff whose job it is to just proofread everything and make sure. They would have to. I mean, if there are, if there is a particular type of nerd, it is going to be the Futurama nerd that's going to notice that type of thing. Although they got enough people. I mean, between the voice actors, you know, and the, and sure. the, the, Who are the also script paying attention. consultants and the people editing it. Right. You know, a lot of, lot of opportunities there. Mm-hmm. Although it's such a common word that it'll slip past you. That's true. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you wanted to uh, you wanted to address a, a phone call that we got that was yeah, too late. Uh, it was too late. Uh, one of our callers um, called about a Halloween costume, and Halloween is tomorrow. But by the time you listen to this, Halloween will be the day before yesterday. Even best case scenario, no, it won't. I bet. I bet you know it, the title is the we got to come up with the title so that you can make the goddamn mm-hmm. icon uh-huh. so that so that we can do it. I'll I'll edit this tonight. Same as in town. Oh, okay. So tomorrow this will come out the same day that you hear this so maybe oh well maybe well what did the guy ask i'm not going to edit the actual call in but uh what did the guy ask <laughs> okay maybe i'll edit the call in <laughs> you, you probably well, we're not going to make any jokes about the things that he says because i don't want to listen to it right now <laughs> boop hello advice hot dog halloween is fast approaching and i don't have a costume i'm scrambling for ideas and i want to come up with something that incorporates my beard when I asked my friends for suggestions, I got Abe Lincoln, Hobo, Pirate, and Bearded Zombie, and these all seem pretty lame. Let me know if you guys have any ideas. Sincerely, Harry in Hoboken. <laughs> um, he, he asked about um, 
having a costume that incorporates a beard. And he was very disappointed with people's suggestions. One of them, which was pirate. The other one was uh, some kind of bear. Uh, Ewok. He didn't. He didn't think those were good. Good suggestions. What kind of beard does he have that led people to think that Ewok would be a good? I don't think he had Ewok a beard that covered his entire body. Uh-huh. And uh, also, which means he should have gone his cousin eyes. it. Okay, right? Sure, he could go as one of the guys from ZZ Top. Oh, right. Yeah, he could ironically dress as the guy from ZZ Top who does not have a beard, but whose last name is Beard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, which the- means he could be a cowboy. Or a cowboy band because he's one of those guys in Back to the Future Part Three. Okay, uh, you know what's a good band, Roy? What ZZ Top? ZZ Top is. Uh, I enjoy a good myself band. a ZZ Top track. Do you own any ZZ Top albums? I do. I don't. Yeah, I my dad was a a, a pretty good uh, a pretty big ZZ Top fan, so he had a lot of them on cassette. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm sure I could get from my mom. She's not listening to cassettes or ZZ Top right. at this point. Um, but yeah, I bought, uh, what did I buy? I bought Eliminator, I think, off of iTunes. Okay. Uh, because I often so like recently. to play, I've got the six, give me your nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which I, it, it's clever. You know, they, they don't just come right out with their sexual imagery. They right. hide it. Like right. slip inside my sleeping bag. They don't say for what. That's left to your imagination. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hold put, your beard. I want to put my Texas dong in you. I think is one of their. That's a ZZ Top song. No, it's oh, not. I thought that was the Texas Tornadoes. No, I was just trying to go for. I was trying to go for a lack of subtlety. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, she's got me under pressure. I think that's about hand jobs. Huh. Okay. Like that sublime song about getting a hand job that's too tight. Right. Uh, so you could dress as ZZ Top. You, uh, you know. You could do something strange with your beard, like you could, you know, like dye it orange and then go as Orange Beard the pirate. You could right. go as Willie Nelson, Barbarossa. I think that was one of the suggestions was Willie Nelson. (laughs) You could just get really high. Mm -hmm. You could get high. Okay, here's what you do. You get shoes that look like the White House, and then you get high, and then you say, look, I'm high on top of the White House. (laughs) That's great. Just like Willie Nelson. Yeah. Um, I thought of one. Uh, What he could do is cut it so that it's like a mohawk and be a reverse Mr. T, and then paint his face so it looks like Mr. T's face is on his face, but upside but down. upside down. Wow. Okay. That's pretty it's good. creepy. You don't think, uh, do you think that's clever enough that he could get around the, like, it's not okay to go out in blackface? Well, I don't thing. know if he's white or black. There's those posters that say it's a culture, not a costume. This is not okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've never seen a, a poster like it that. Has a bl- it turned into an internet meme that, you know, of course, like anything, it just starts. The sure. Internet just just l- look at some, the internet. Some horse shit. Oh look! How can we how can we make this into a thing that's about funny pictures of cats? Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, go as a cat. Sh- sure, cat beard, uh-huh. cat beard. The okay, so get a kitten, uh, t- fashion a harness for the kitten that's mm-hmm. inside your beard, and go as cat beard the pirate. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, Do you have to get a live kitten? Dirt beard the hobo. Uh huh. That was another suggestion that he didn't like. Sure, hobos. go as a hobo. Uh, you could go as a uh, Graham Clark. Oh, goes goes my favorite podcaster, Graham Clark from yeah. Canada. Oh, you could go as my favorite podcaster, Roy Wasson. Uh-huh. I have a beard. From Arizona. He has a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You know, it's weird. This is a, we got another question uh, like a couple weeks ago where Chris writes, Hey guys, what's the proper length for a beard? Does the answer depend on what you do for a living? Uh, I asked because a friend recently used the phrase like one of those close cropped beard douchebags in my presence, making me wonder if I'm doing it wrong. I wonder if that guy had the presence of mind to feel awkward about that. Huh. Every once in a while, you'll you'll say something about a generalization that you're making about people, and then you realize that the property that you've chosen is, is a property the that room? the person you're talking to has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like I'm always talking to you about those glasses assholes, right? You and know? you wear glasses, I know, and so do you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've offended both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what what I mean. <laughs> What does what you do for a living have to do with the length of your beard? I guess I'm so far removed from the world of regular jobs. Well, if you're serving food, you're going to have to wear some kind of netting on it, which which is a pain in the ass. Every time I see a guy with one of those beard nets, I just... I want on that guy's behalf to burn down the place that he works because you know that's all he ever thinks about. Every day <laughs> I when he's putting so. on his beard net, he's thinking, God damn it, one of these days... <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to work up the nerve to burn this place to the fucking ground. But then he's not going to have a job. Yeah, but he could. I mean, the, the kind of job that you have to put on a beard net for, probably a job you could go get another one if you wanted to. Not if you're like a, a sous chef. Talented people can get jobs, man. Mm-hmm. People people who don't have a job in this economy, they're just lazy. Uh, I don't know. At, after they burned down their last place of employment, I don't think that well, person's going to be sought gonna, after. You don't do it in a way that you're going to get caught. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't be like ha 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 love you put on your resume in the ashes yeah reason for termination burned that place to the fucking ground after being fed up with beard guard right beard net uh huh um people who work with the public a lot don't normally have beards at least long ones or if they do they're already famous for some reason you know what you could do with uh, as a costume you could go as the sysop of beard net one of the early uh, bulletin board systems huh. I okay. I think a lot of those guys probably had beards, right? That's I watched true. that. Uh, I watched that BBS documentary by that guy whose name I called? can't remember. <laughs> Get Lamp. Yeah, no. no Get Lamp is about the text other adventures. One. It's okay. the same guy that directed Get Lamp. It's a guy that I don't know. Textfiles dot com. Okay. Org. <laughs> Org dot com. Uh, and, yeah, and you could, what go, as a, you could on... go as a Linux administrator. That's that's a thing that you could do oh, if you had got a beard. It. Um, you could go as you could go as Richard Stallman. Uh, I was I read a Metafilter article about Richard Stallman's speaking writer that was that was really strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there were just I don't know who this is. He's he's like the sort of guy that kind of started the free software movement. He wrote some of the early tools, and he's always been a big proponent of like. The, the the electronic frontier foundation and stuff okay. just like uh, he, he's like just sort of the oh he's like the Che Guevara of Linux assholes okay sort of uh, in, in his writer contained a paragraph about like if you know someone with a parrot I would like to meet that parrot that would be very nice however do not buy a parrot thinking that it will be a nice surprise for me because parrots are really cool and it would be cruel of you to buy a parrot if you weren't going to take proper care of it it's a, it was a weird, Whoa. yeah okay and there was a video where he's giving a talk and while he's giving the talk he picks something off of his foot and eats it uh, you could dress as that guy what and what you could do is you could you could just tape a bunch of uh, skittles or, or like jelly bellies to your feet sit in chairs in various places and pick the jelly bellies off of your feet and eat them 
Is this a true thing that you're yes, saying? This is a super gross. Is he video. also uh, a proponent of being barefoot? No, he took off his, his shoe and sock and then picked something off of his foot and ate it. It's, you know, I'm sure it's embarrassing to the guy. I'm sure he's also somewhere on, on one of those spectrums where you're going to do stuff like that, even when there's a camera sure. on you, I guess. I was just thinking about what you could do if you had a beard. Okay. You wanted a, you wanted a funny Halloween costume that no, that you one, had to explain. That no one would understand. Yeah, that's the best Halloween costumes are the ones that you have to explain. Right. Like the time that... Uh, I made a big red felt suit and then painted my face black and white and claimed that I was the newspaper. <laughs> because you were black and white and red all yep. over. I mean, really, you're just a guy in a big felt red suit. Yep. That was a lot of work. For, it was a lot, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work for a costume that was kind of, you know, it seems like a last minute costume idea. Sure, it was. I made it the day of. And I think what you did is you took a big box and you wrapped it with a gift wrap and then you wrote a big tag on it that said... Uh, two women from God, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. wore that around. That's pretty cool. That was one of the first experiences I ever had where I actually made a Halloween costume that people would regularly stop me to get their picture taken with me. That's true. I, I really enjoy that. That mm-hmm. makes me feel like I'm good at something huh. when people want to want to take pictures. Why, of it. why don't you participate in more cosplay? I guess I should. <laughs> I should. Um, I don't know what I would cosplay though. What am I enthusiastic enough about to? I don't know to, to cosplay. What, uh, what do I like? I, you I like could, Legos. You could dress as a Lego brick. Sure. I could I could make a minifig mm-hmm. costume. The The thing is, though, that the cooler a costume is, the more of a pain in the ass it is to wander to around. To walk around, around, yeah. Yeah. Making costumes that you can't see out of, it's like always seems like a really good idea until you try to go anywhere. Right. And being at some kind of convention where getting anywhere just in your regular clothes is a pain in the ass makes yeah. it worse and i feel like the primary reason you want to cosplay at one of those conventions is so like fat dudes can touch your boobs and i don't have enough boobs it is maybe you should develop both your skills both boob growing and uh costume sure skills. boob crafting boob craft <laughs> um yeah, yeah. We, we should post that picture uh, to facebook of our uh, halloween costumes from the year that we were bobblehead Casey Kasem and Grand Moff Tarkin. I think I did put that on the oh. Facebook when uh, people first asked us uh, for a picture oh, of a picture us. Of so if you want to like. see us in one of our first costumes, then uh, sure. it's already so if you on see the a picture of us that includes everything except our faces. Uh-huh. Uh, you can you can go for that. I did also post that hot dog picture from San Diego this year mm-hmm. that has our faces now. I don't know how many people noticed that it said hot dogs? I don't know. Between us. I don't know. Oh, so the what what I was concerned with is sometimes we get urgent questions from people and, um, you know, if uh, you call in last moment for something which is the next day, uh, we're not going to be able to answer it in time. We're probably going to read it because I have a feeling that the primary value that people derive from this is not the uh, sort of cogent advice. Sure. But, you know. They want to see how what they did compares to what yeah, we Yeah, and, and they'll know for next year. You okay. Know? Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, man. Speaking of Halloween, I found out that my grade school is, in fact, I posted this to the Twitter. I saw that. My grade school is, in fact, on the internet. And uh, I was able to look at the, the, the lunch menu. Yeah. I posted that. Not at all disappointed. Not mm-hmm. at all disappointed in what I saw. What I was disappointed in was the fact that they apparently regularly update a single PDF on the, on the file. So I couldn't look at an archive. So I couldn't look at all of the oh. previous year's Halloween. That's to see what bad. they did um ghost bones mm-hmm. there are cheese sticks referred to as ghost bones right which uh you know i i am a little bit sad that they um don't just 
post what the names are without the explanation I, of yeah, what they are. A, yeah, so they, there were also, they had booberry muffins, and then they helpfully said included blueberry in parentheses uh-huh. afterwards in case you couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is a bigger concern with witch's brew. Like, what is witch's brew? There's a lot of fundamentalist Christians back there. Maybe they would have thought that the school was actually serving their children witch's true. brew, indoctrinating mm-hmm. them into a witch's cult. And making them read Harry Potter. <laughs> you know, something, this is a maybe a little bit of a serious note, I guess, but I remember something that made me really sad when I was younger, uh, was that my, my dad, as a policeman, was sent to this, uh, like, Illinois Sheriff's Association training thing, in which they basically just told them a bunch of urban legends about Satanists and gang indoctrination rituals and shit, just gave the police a bunch of information about shit that they should have goddamn well known had never once happened. Wow, it's sort of like that scene of Reefer Madness and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? Where yep. all the cops are watching yeah, that? Yeah, it is cra- But, like, that was just accurate, even into, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. It was nuts. Do like, you recall any of so, the okay, things? If you ever see a highway overpass that says Jesus saves on it, which, uh, incidentally, a thing that every highway overpass says, uh, that means there's a satanic altar nearby. I've never seen. Uh, You've never seen a highway overpass with Jesus saves no. spray painted on it. You haven't spent as much time on the on the interstates as I um, have. I, guess. I just saw signs that said "When the world ends," and oh, that yeah. was uh, earlier this also, year. Sometimes signs that say "Satanic altar this way," <laughs> hidden in culvert. Sure, historic satanic the altar farm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's preserved by the government. This is where the early settlers sacrificed uh, sacrificed animals to the right. great Lord Satan. Uh, yeah, that kind of thing just doesn't happen that you don't really have to like, I remember in the eighties, my family being really upset about the menace of Satan worshipers. Right. That was a thing. I recall that as a kid as being a fear. Oh, it was a fear. The fear was certainly real. I think Mm -hmm. that what was not real was Satan worshipers mutilating cats. Right. I just don't think that that happened. And they still like just horrible neighborhood kids. You can't adopt black cats on Halloween because of this fear that on Halloween, black cats will be ritually sacrificed to Satan. Really? I I thought that they would be, um, you know, like pampered. Oh yeah, you'd stay away. You'd be like, "Oh man, this is your night, mm-hmm. buddy. You go. You want some? You want some mice? Do you yeah, want some? Here you go. Do you want some sexy lady cats? Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to tell the difference, you know, from a distance. Sure. I don't know if it, you know, and sexy lady cat, or maybe fun. it's a dude cat. And you know what? That's okay too. That's right, okay. You can right. do whatever you this want. This is your night on this night. Mm-hmm. Fumitz writes. My younger sister is living with a guy in Georgia. She's 29 and she can do her own thing, but I really don't like her boyfriend. My sister and I Skype so often that she can see my kids. Wait, no. My sister and I Skype often so that she can see my kids. And the guy almost never says hi to me. Should I try to get to know him better since they're living together and he might be a brother-in-law someday? Or should I just do what he does and pretty much ignore him? Hmm. Um, if you Skype so often, it is so commonplace that, you know, like... Hey, how's it going? Uh, also, it's really know? weird. It makes me really uncomfortable when somebody like brings a laptop into the place that I am and is like, "Hey, say hi to whoever I'm talking to on yeah, Skype." Yeah. I so some people my, don't like that. My girlfriend now uses a computer that the monitor is facing my bed, and she has a webcam on it that she uses for various things every once in a while, and it makes me super block, paranoid block, block. all the time. Uh-huh. I do, it, it it creeps me out. The mm-hmm. idea that a computer is looking at you when you're looking at it. Right. Like, I don't want those ladies in the videos that I watch seeing me. Right. That'd be really no, embarrassing. Um, she should wear some kind of cape that also extends up like a Ming the Merciless. 
Oh, there uh, you so go. So it's it yeah, covered, that's, but I mean, you should make it bigger. Sure, I mean that'd be so pretty sexy anyway. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it catches anything that goes flying too. Exactly. Yeah, it keeps it off the sheets. Um, I would make a point of saying hi. You know, tell him hi on my behalf. You don't really have to go further than that. Mm-hmm. You say, "Hey, sis, uh, tell your boyfriend that I said hi, and it would be funny if he waved his dick around in front of the webcam." Mm-hmm. Web webcam. <laughs> the web. Yeah. Also, tell him I tell him I don't know how to say webcam. Maybe that will endear him to me. Like, oh, he doesn't know how to say webcam. Yep. Um. I mean, so do you? I've never had a sister. Neither of you. No. We don't have sisters. So I gotta imagine that you know. But the guy, I have a wife who's like, a sister. It's gotta be pretty easy to not like the guy that's fucking your sister. That's a that's a thing that I have to imagine is a fairly. A fairly sure. readily accessible sure. well of emotion. But she's 29. I mean... Oh, sure. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, somebody better. Jeez. Yeah, yeah at this right. point. Uh, um, yeah, uh, you know, when I first met my brother-in-law, that, that made me a little bit uncomfortable. But he also came from a well-adjusted family that, you know, is okay with things like that. Right, and so he was like, hey, uh, if you ever need uh, somebody to, to screen the tapes of you fucking my sister... Uh, I've got some experience editing that kind of thing, and so he mm-hmm. offered he offered his services. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, um, I you know if the guy is actually a jerk, it's okay to not like him. Uh, you know, I wouldn't go out of my way to let him know that you think he's a jerk and don't like him. Sure, like don't don't have a, a sign up instead. Like you know, one day your sister skypes you and it answers automatically, but instead of you, there's a sign there that says there's like one of those clocks. That the big hand, you know, it says back in, and then the big hand is pointed to five, and the little hand is pointed to your boyfriend is an asshole. <laughs> okay. Because, um, you know, yeah, they, don't, they, don't have one. Do they even make those? I think they do, yeah. I saw one at a Chinese restaurant once. <laughs> I see. It was like, oh, they're gone for lunch. And, uh-huh. ooh. <laughs> wow. Sick do they burn, mean me? Sick burn on somebody there. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, he, he might be your brother in law later. So, you know try to cultivate a half decent relationship with him because you'll spend a lot of time with him. Uh, you know, that's entirely not necessarily true. What? <laughs> like if you don't live in the same state as your brother-in-law, like how I, often again, do you see your bro- like, but when you do see them, it's usually for some kind of overnight trip so that you're in very close quarters for a few days. Yeah. That does happen. Sure. Sure. I don't know, man. It's like, for whatever reason, it's they might really, also move. For whatever reason, it's really important to people to get along with all of the members of their family. But like, you don't get to pick your family. You know, it's like entirely fine if there's just people in your family that you're not interested in, and you can be civil like you could with somebody. You know, sure. Like, you don't have to be like best buddies with the guy. So like, that's not what I'm saying. If you I'm... think that he's making your sister unhappy, then it's worth saying something to somebody sure. about. But if you don't, you know, just yeah, like, if she's happy, whatever. Yeah, what I'm saying, I, I guess it is be be civil. Don't try to make an enemy out of him but dude try to get know. a look at his dick though because that way you'll know whether you know it's like maybe oh that makes sense that's why she's dating such an asshole right right it's yeah that does happen a, he's, he's got like a like a really like just interesting modeled pattern on his dick right uh, it's gotta be just it's hypnotic mm-hmm. even at the even at the low fidelity of this webcam <laughs> it's it is hypnotic it's like a dalmatian <laughs> but like a magic dalmatian. right right Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Concerned in Fartburger, Maryland says, I have this space between two shitty cheap dark brown cabinets that I want to fill with a shitty cheap Ikea desk. Do I get the white desk with the orange drawer that caught my eye in the store but might clash horribly with my cabinets? Or do I get the dark brown desk with the boring white drawer and try to form them all into one cohesive mega furnishing? 
Huh. Uh, have you ever chosen furniture based on what it looks like? Yeah, somewhat. Like, well, okay, so an individual item of furniture, like you're going to get a table that you think looks cool, or the table that is made out of, like, say, the particular brand of uh, racing tire mm-hmm. that, that you like the yes. most. Or uh, uh, I remember my uh, my uncle had this... Uh, Man, I, w- I wonder if he still has this, because I would really like to... I bet he would give it to me. This uh, Evil Knievel trash can. Whoa, really? Yeah. One of those metal ones, yeah, one right? Yeah, one of those metal painted trash cans. Yeah, those are awesome. Evil Knievel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's not like, oh, is this trash can going to match my Evil Knievel poster? Right. And my, uh, my, you know, my Evil Knievel vase. Yeah, I mean, I've never really made choices like that, because I've never, uh, one, had enough money to like put together a house with furniture in that, that way. You can put together um, a Lego house. That's pretty cheap. You can. That's true. Uh, but Lego house prices these days are, well, I guess they're, they're yeah, pretty they're in low. The toilet now. yeah. now's, the, now's the time to buy. Yeah. Um, of course, that's what they said when I bought all mine. I do choose stuff, but it, you know what, what we have in our house is more of like an eclectic type of uh, choice. You know, so things fit because they are different from everything else. Well, sure. That, that's the, that is the distinguishing yeah. motif is the absence of a distinguishing motif. Right. Which is fine. I'm fine with that. Sure. You get a lot of creepy stuffed animals you were telling me about. Uh, yeah. My wife always buys uh, homemade uh, stuffed animals from, from thrift stores because they look like they need to be rescued. Mm-hmm. You know, these very lovingly knitted or crocheted stuffed animals. And for the most part, I think they're great, except uh, when she brings home something like someone's idea of a Miss Piggy that's been crocheted and looks like this sort of stuffed pig that uh, doesn't ever sleep. Huh. Do you think that Miss Piggy looked like a stuffed pig that did sleep? Uh, yeah, she has those sexy eyes. Oh, like, yeah, I guess they are kind of droopy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're smoldering. Yeah. yeah they're smol- I mean, she might just go to sleep at any minute. Right. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Anya. That's why it's important to stay close to her, because if she if she, mm-hmm. if she has the vapors, she she has a spell of narcolepsy <laughs> she and, does. and falls, mm-hmm. she can land in your arms. And then when she wakes faint. up, you'll have a moment. On, on the chez lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was once at the Trader Joe's where um, I saw this couple come in and... They were shopping and they regularly shop, but this is the first time that I'd seen them. And this was a super, super skinny guy and a very, very large woman. And uh, the guy was wearing a Miss Piggy t-shirt, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. wonder if she got it for him. I don't know. But, uh, and you know, she was wearing a Jack Spratt t-shirt, <laughs> uh-huh. which I don't know if they make I don't think they so. should. Maybe you should make a maybe a you Jack should make Skellington a Jack Spratt. Although you should change it to Jack Spart so that people will know what you're talking about. I'm trying to be the shirt ruiner. Oh, this uh-huh. evening. tonight yeah. I'll be yeah. playing the part of Kevin the shirt ruiner. I see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ashley writes, Dear Advice Hot Dog, here's the situation. You meet someone, fairly important, and you go in for a handshake, but they aren't ready, and then by the time they realize you were offering a handshake and act on it, you've already pulled away. What do you suggest is the best way to transition out of this awkward handshake dance? I suppose the same concept should be applied to awkward hugs. You know what I always do is probably a mistake, but it's like, all right, so I'm going to try this awkward handshake thing again. Let's just actually shake hands this time on three. One, two, three. And then you give Uh me like, just make a big deal out of it, like Mm -hmm. lampshade it. Oh, that's what I do. You don't try to touch their crotch. And I hope that that endears. I mean, I've considered just like going for the hand job, Mm -hmm. you know, because nobody ever backs away from that. And even if it starts out awkward, like a couple, couple minutes in, they're not going to, they're not going to care. All that awkwardness just melts away. (laughs) 
what I like doing is a sort of a warming lubricant (laughs) is um, shaking hands and then trying to pull the other person's hand to my own crotch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah, it pays, works. Pays off. Like, Most wh- people aren't paying attention, so yeah, they always. Uh, no, at because least... you're just sneaking up behind people at the bus stop and shaking hands with them. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, that I don't know. It's at some point, um, it's not worth trying to do it again to me, right? I just leave it. If the person has noticed it, they will try and shake your hand again or, you know, just shake their hand when you say goodbye to them. going for like a complicated uh, sequence of high five maneuvers. Right. You do a tomahawk chop. Mm -hmm. You do, you like scissors with your your hands. That's a thing people do, right? Is is that the one that we do? No. Uh, No. What's the scissors? No, I'm just, you you both make a peace sign and then you just jam the, you jam the crotches of your fingers (laughs) together like, Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a greeting. What you could do is when you um, they haven't shaken your hand and you pull back, you just make the peace sign to them. Yeah, You're like yeah. peace. No, or, or you you hold Have your a hand. Peaceful out. Day. You just hold your hand out and you don't. You just let it sit there for a really long time until it gets so awkward that they decide to shake your hand just to end the moment. But then you pull it back and smooth back your hair and yeah, be like, yeah, too slow, too slow. That's what you do. That's I, how you can let somebody know, especially an important person, that you're really cool. Right. Yeah. And you think less of them. Um, I have a problem with with hugs because I think that I hug wrong. Um, you know, because I, I think in in our society, us being like a driving on the right side of the road and using you know favoring our our right side mm-hmm. or right hand, uh, people will hug to the right where they put their head on the right, oh, and the boy, other person I, puts their head on the right. Huh? I don't. I I, I hug left. Yeah, I. I, I do too, and I mean, maybe um, that's because we got all of our hugging practice with each other. Exactly, and I have noticed that uh, that confuses a lot of people, and it seems to them like I'm going to kiss them, especially if I'm hugging a woman that is, uh, or a, a man who is um, shorter than me. So I have to kind of bend down. Mm-hmm. So I'm bending down and going to the left side. I mean, I think the way that the way that I tend to avoid that is if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go for the hug, I will. Hold my arms out, lean my whole body way over to the left. Yeah. Because I also have to bend. Yeah, that's I true. have to bend out. And then then you're signaling from at least like a foot away which direction you're going. So I they, want to hug. So they have a second they have a second to adjust right. to it, right? Although I almost never initiate hugs because I never know whether it's appropriate or not. But then I think, what is the big fucking deal? So you hug somebody that you don't really know well mm. enough to hug, like, oh no, a hug. Yeah. Right? Like there's nobody alive who's going to like really think less of you because because everybody finds this kind of thing just as awkward as you do. Sometimes they stop talking to you though. For like forever? Yeah. Have you had that happen? You hugged somebody and then they were just like, oh, They're weirded boy, out. That, they won't come come to my birthday party they, anymore. They, they, they you, you, you caught them. They were talking to you and they were like, oh man, I hate it. I hate mm-hmm. these inappropriate hugging jack-offs. This party's <laughs> full of them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is as awkward as earlier when you hugged me. You yeah. Creep. Yeah. That's true. Um, what you can also do to avoid the like both of you going to the right or whatever is just like bend completely perpendicular at the waist and just mm-hmm. go in and just hug them around their midsection. <laughs> and then it doesn't matter which side you go to because they're not going to do that. That's true. And, and then they're just going to pat your back. Yeah, nobody else is going to hug that way. Right. And then they can maybe like set your drink down, set their drink down on your back so that they can shake hands with a couple of other people. <laughs> Oh, that's that's practical. Yeah. Um, I think when you are going to shake hands with someone that you've never met for the first time, you say shake. And then you shake their hand. You say you walk up to them and you say shake, shake, shake. 
and okay. you hold out your hand until they shake it, and once they right. grasp your hand, you stop saying shake. And then, and then you tell them that you knew uh, when you saw three yellow cars on the way here today that it was going to be a very good party. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> yeah, let's see. Uh, Spencer Worley writes, Zach, as far as room temperature whiskey goes, I heartily endorse Woodford Reserve. If you haven't tried it, do so. I think I have had some Woodford Reserve. Yeah? At, uh, at, at, at room temperature? Yeah. I okay. always drink my... I, I, I don't always drink whiskey. But when I do, <laughs> I drink it at room temperature. That's funny because I do always... I literally always drink whiskey. Uh-huh. There's never a time when I'm not. Mm-hmm. You're drinking it now. I am. I am. I, I, have, I have a glass of water. You know what I did in preparation for this show, Roy? I brought a carafe of water and a couple of glasses yeah, up here. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Found that carafe came with the house. It did? Yes. Wow. I knew I had a carafe. This is a one carafe house. I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, I, you know, I tend to just drink Maker's Mark from day to day. I used to just drink Jack. And I, I went to the, when I went to the pumpkin carving party, the guy there takes pride in having a good bar. Mm-hmm. And I... Uh, I, I grabbed some some Jack and just poured myself a glass of Jack when he got there, and he was like, "You know, we've got good whiskey." And I was like, "You know, this is this is acceptable whiskey. Yeah. This is not." It's like the Bruce Springsteen of whiskeys. Sure, this is you know they wouldn't charge it. They, they wouldn't give you this as well whiskey at a bar. No, Jack, that's true. Jack Daniels, it's serious. It's mm-hmm. that it is that middle of the road where you're probably not going to get much better. Than, like it's it's got that good value proposition, right? Like. There's a $5 bottle of whiskey and a $20 bottle of whiskey. The $20 bottle of whiskey is definitely going to be four times as good as the $5 bottle of whiskey. But like an $80 bottle of whiskey, not going to be four times as good as the $20 bottle. Oh, that's interesting. Really? Okay. I think, you know, there's a... So you go for the 20. Yeah, there's a nice like, there's a nice like quality to price bell curve that Mm -hmm. I think a Jack Daniels, uh, uh, you know, with like a Sky vodka. Mm -hmm. That uh, seems like the the Goldilocks principle. Although I don't know if the same thing is true of like Jose Cuervo. How do you feel about Jose Cuervo? Do you think it is uh, so? Um, it is bad enough that it is, it is effectively like Safeway brand tequila. I don't think of it. I never choose Cuervo. Oh, although um, there are, well, they have their gold, which is pretty good. They have a a couple of them that are worth drinking, but I never think of Cuervo as as like a brand that you know I would choose. But uh, a lot of that is just. Um, it is just branding rather than the quality of the the alcohol, I sure. believe, especially with tequilas. Like tequilas in Mexico, some will just become more popular than others. And that is usually a good thing for a company until they use up all of their agave and then they start making double and triple distilled tequilas, which are then no longer as good hmm. as the original. There's, there's some like agave shortages going on, right? Mm-hmm. Because they, yeah. they have to use, it's too like, popular. it has to be agave that was planted like 12 or 14 years ago or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. It takes that long for it to mature and they just didn't. Right. They and didn't plant enough. It's, uh, yeah, it's just become too popular and too many people are, are they're exporting too much. So 14 years from now, there's going to be a glut. You know oh, what you got to do? You got to stick with Sammy Hagar's Cabo Wabo tequila. <laughs> it also has to be from the region of tequila. That stuff is pretty good, actually. Yeah. Cabo Wabo yeah, it's is, all right. It's, it's all right. Comes in a great bottle. It's blue. Yeah. Uh, our Buarco81 says, actually, he said uh, maybe six weeks ago, I'm best man for my girlfriend's son tomorrow. <laughs> See, this is another good example of a timely question not having been asked in a timely enough fashion. Bride's dad is the pastor. My toast contains sexual content. Good idea or not? I think you should have phrased this good idea or best idea. Didn't, didn't we answer this already? Did we? I feel like we did. Boy, if we did, then I'm mad at you for printing it out on the sheet again. I don't know. I don't know, buddy. 
I should I should never have let I should never have appointed you bookkeeper of this podcast, right? Yeah, we're we're gonna have to declare uh, question bankruptcy. Okay. <laughs> the pasta man writes: How do I clean up after a wild party? Should I use detergent, soap, or money? What do you think he means by money? Do you think he means like hire a cleaning service to clean mm-hmm. up after a party? Yeah, uh, a stripping. Um, Ooh, yeah, like a sexy maid. A sexy maid. Maybe you get David Sedaris to come over and give you a sexy maid cleaning service. Uh, you know, we the, the pumpkin carving party, the, uh, the guy throwing that party just put these giant sheets of plastic down on every surface. Oh, and, he uh, dextered that shit. He did. The, the I don't even know anything about Dexter. I just agreed with you because that must he mean something. He puts plastic everywhere before he kills his victim. Mm, so then he can also have a you know, good cleanup. Yeah. Um, I have found that the, the group of people who tends to be at the parties that, that we have are really good about cleaning up before they leave. Sure. I often, I'm often the first person to go to bed when I throw a party (laughs) and it's clean when you wake up, It's clean when I wake up. So either that, or we have kobolds right in the, uh, in the traditional German sense, not the dungeons and dragons sense, the, uh, Hmm. the kobolds that clean your house Mm -hmm. unless you anger them in which case they cut up your children. Really? That's yeah. the consequence of there was a lot the of there was a lot of that. I bought I bought this book recently about like it was a book from the 1800s. It was a book written mm-hmm. in the 1800s about like brownies and Cleaning. imps and elves and stuff. And almost all of them come from this this like conceit of the like house elf, right? And they they are these little guys that'll do things for you at night. But if you anger them, like if you don't put out a I don't know a saucer full of them butter for them or something, then they murder your children. And a surprising number of these stories, they cut your child into pieces. Wow. Yeah. What is that about? Why would you? Want, well, I guess you don't have a choice, right? Yeah. No. They. I think they come with the house, right? They're like this decanter, right? Um, I. Uh, you know what I will often do is have a party and then just th- burn the house down. Mm-hmm. Or throw that's it away. your solution to everything. If, if it's if it's a party in a trailer, you can mm-hmm. just like you don't have to burn it down. You can just like drive it into a ravine. I see. Well, push it into a ravine. You know, you don't you don't want to go down with it, right? Unless you you're like, boy, that party that party left me feeling very dirty. Oh, the only way to cleanse this is with fire. Sure. Or uh, you know, it's never going to get better than that party. Oh, sure. It was so sure great. that was the best. But that party was so far off the hook mm-hmm. that the hook is just the hook is just going to be depressed, unattainable from now on. Um, wait, what was it? What did he say? Soap or money? Detergent, soap or money. I don't uh-huh. really know what the difference between detergent and soap is. Yeah, I thought they were both uh, sudsy. Right? Detergent is if your party had some to do with stripping. So there's a bunch of soiled laundry. So you're going to have to use detergent. Sure, yeah. You'd use detergent if, yeah, if, if mostly your cleanup is like mm-hmm. stuff that you have to get off of your shirt. Soap, if um, <clears throat> your party was mostly about getting dishes dirty. Then so you're if you had the kind of party where soap. you were just being really messy and eating chili by yourself, uh-huh. uh, then prob- probably detergent. Mm-hmm. And put plastic uh, down. If you had the kind of party where it was really messy because you were eating chili by yourself and not wearing a shirt... Uh, then you just wake up with like a, just a sort of a breastplate of dried chili the next day, <laughs> then you're probably going to want to use soap. Mm-hmm. Maybe just you soap, should go no with water. the money option. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get pay, the pay sexy, sexy the uh, cleaning lady. I remember when I first I need to get something <laughs> off my chest. It's this chili. <laughs> how much would, how much would you charge to, <laughs> to just scrape this chili off my chest? Oh, gross. <laughs> Uh, when, when I first moved in with you uh, a few years ago, because we, we don't uh, live together anymore. Yeah. Um, creepy for two grown men to live together. <laughs> it would be. Um, I looked into the sexy maid service in town. I don't, do you remember that? No. We didn't get one because um, 
They only did light house cleaning, and only one person could be at home at a time. Oh, right, because they didn't, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's actually because they fuck you. Oh, you think so? I don't know. They clean your pipes. <laughs> yeah. They clean your balls. Mm-hmm. They were dirty on the inside. Mm-hmm. They were dirty with impure thoughts. Right. Got to unload that. Yeah. Now they're dirty on the outside. Yeah. Everyone can see. And they just take really long showers. Mm-hmm. They take the, what do they call it? I learned a phrase the other day that was based on some movie. Ah, oh boy. Now I'm not going to get this right away and it's going to drive me crazy. There was some movie in the 80s. It was like a TV movie about a town where there was some sort of chemical poisoning or like a factory where there were really unclean conditions. Damn it. Damn it. The golden shower. Yeah, I think it was the golden shower. It was a. It was when you when you take a shower that's in a rectangle. That's that ratio uh-huh. that, that uh, the, the philosophers and the mathematicians all like. You have to curl up in a conch. Silver. Damn it! Quicksilver. No. This is terrible. Footloose. This is, this is, yes, a footloose. You have to take a footloose shower. You have to take a Porky's shower where there's a hole drilled in the hole. I never yeah, actually saw. You know, Porky's. um, I know it was. And then you find out what movie it is oh, and then just oh, right. splice it in. It was boop. <laughs> I make a boop noise uh, when I when I um, am indicating to the other people at <laughs> the recording uh, that I'm going to be editing something in or that I have pushed a button. Right, right. None For of, the editor none of these buttons know. actually make a boop. Mm-hmm. Makes me sad. You know what I really want? One of those on-air lights. Oh, yeah. But it wouldn't be too would hard be cool. to fashion one of those. No, probably not. You probably you, just buy one, You too. get a light and Good. then a put a, a switch on it right and you turn it on uh sure but i mean a thing that actually says on no yeah air, sorry uh, right? i did not say that but you get a light that says on air okay i don't know where you go to buy one of those well maybe we need to call some sort of advice podcast and say <laughs> hey where would i go if i wanted to buy uh, one of those on air signs sure uh, you go you know, to the radio shack <laughs> cool that's where they have those yep uh, Roy, what if somebody wanted to ask us a question? If someone wanted to ask us a question, they would go to our website, which is Advice Hot Dog. And there, there they would find links to uh, Gmail, which is uh, Advice Hot Dog at that. Uh, or Twitter, which is at Advice Hot Dog. Or Facebook, which is at dot com slash Advice Hot Dog. Or they could give us a call at uh, 769-218-9225. And they can also uh, send us a postcard with a question because we will read that question on the air. And now we are getting every postcard that people send us. Do we have a pile of them? Uh, no. We got one postcard we got one. that someone sent us. Yeah, and we got one letter that uh, Felgod sent to us, which nice. was our first person who sent us a postcard. But it wasn't actually a question. No. But it was it was for us, right? It was just cool. a, a nice little message. And he sent like us some, and some stickers. Cane. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so you can write at uh, Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. And please do. Uh, don't forget that uh, Advice Hot Dog is a part of the Hot Dog uh, family of podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, which you can find at hot.dog.hotdognet.com. Uh, you, there's Video Games Hot Dog, which is a podcast that me and Kevin and Riff do about video games. There's Family yeah. Hot Dog, which mm-hmm. is a question that Josh and a bunch of people do about <laughs> childbirth and shit. I don't know. It's not about childbirth. Sure it is. I bet they talk about It's about birth. having kids and still being hip parents that do things. Hip parents that do things. I don't things. think they classify themselves as being hip. Oh, they're, I see. They're just parents that are still interested in other things other than kids. Oh, I see. So it's like us. This is a podcast about the way to live your life and being a cool dude, but we don't actually describe ourselves no, as we cool ha- dudes. we don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. You know where cool dudes go? Where? New York City. 
Yeah? New York City is for cool dudes. I've never been to New York City. Someday we're going to go to New York City. I wanted to take you there to see the uh, Danny Elfman. <laughs> the <laughs> Danny Elfman's friend Tim show. Burton, the Danny Elfman's friend show at the Museum of <laughs> Danny Elfman. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, no, but that so show's right. gone. I, yeah, I know. I know. I wanted to take you back to New York at some point within like six weeks of when I was there last, mm-hmm. but I clearly did not do it because no. that was like two years ago. That was this year, I think. One day. No? Last no, year. It was, it was like a year ago, last Thanksgiving. That was like oh. two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Time wow. goes fast when you're old, Roy. Uh, hey, Roy, yeah, I'm led to believe that you have a stinger for us. Yes, we do have a stinger. And this stinger, uh, this isn't technically a stinger but i am making it one uh, this was sent in by milzor 2890 how do i convince my roommate that kevin james is the new chris farley and that both of them are terrible so chris farley or kevin james oh, what the hell man chris farley was awesome and kevin james is a twat yeah but kevin james has a hot wife on that show that he did uh right which one is that uh, the King of Queens, Oh, right? was that Kevin James? Yeah. I did not know that. She was hot. You know, I don't actually know anything about any movie that Kevin James has ever been in. I don't he think was in I the Mall seen. Cop I know, uh, I know movie that he where he Paul slides Bo- around like, sure. like a worm. He was the Zookeeper and there was the, the ape that wanted to go to, to TGI <laughs> to town Fridays or whatever. Right. Um, because he can talk to them, right? Yeah, they can talk to him. Well, yeah, sure. I guess he can talk to them too. <laughs> they can <laughs> talk know, to him, but, be, but they don't no, understand he him. Yeah, but he doesn't understand. Yeah, so it's just a movie about, it's a movie about a fat man who's confused a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's going crazy uh, yeah, because of the and animals. Some very frustrated animals. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, nobody, you know, Josh, for instance, uh, my, uh, the, the you know the, the guy from Family Hot Dog. Why did I have such a hard time coming up with a noun to describe Josh? He's the you mean he's your, the your friend. On, he's the raconteur behind Family Hot Dog. Um, he's the uh, administrator of family hot dog mm-hmm. he's the sis patriarch he's the sysop of family hot dog uh he believes that chris farley is not funny at all really um well, i i will i will admit that the funny thing about chris the chris farley movies that i think is funny is david spade Right. It is interacting. It with is, them? Yeah, it is the it is okay. the sort of like exasperated straight man that makes that makes Farley's antics tolerable and frames them as a funny thing. I honestly sure. I, I cannot like, actually say that I don't think that Kevin James is funny. Right. Right. Because I've not seen any of those movies. He also has not produced as many movies as Chris Farley did. Are you sure? So far. Yeah. There weren't that many Chris Farley movies. There was there was Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think that's one. You don't think that was what that was? No. Oh, I, I'm thinking of Beverly Hills Chiropractor. Uh-huh. Um, I I don't know. He did like six or something. Okay. I don't think Kevin James has made Kevin that James movies. was in that movie, The Dilemma. Yeah, uh, that's where, true. Where Rob Schneider, uh, the, every time there's a full moon, turns into a dilemma. There was nothing about that movie that made me want to see it. Do you not like Vince Vaughn? I do like Vince Vaughn, but I'm not going to see every movie that he's in just because I like him. Okay. Right? He did that horrible, um, well, I'm, in my opinion, probably horrible movie where he's like the stepfather and he, you know, is mean to his little stepson and he's going to kill him or something. Are you sure you're I not want thinking to see of uh, Billy Bob Thornton? No, no. It was, I think in it was called with, The Stepfather. In the movie with Dude Sweet. <laughs> dude Sweet and Sweet Dude are the stars of Dude Where's My Car. <laughs> okay uh, the sean 
Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean William Scott. Sean uh-huh. William Scott is yeah. the man that I'm thinking about. Sean, not Powder. No, that is that Sean Patrick Flannery? Yeah. Okay. Who is also in Boondocks, Boondock Saints. Okay. And uh, Young Indiana Jones. Huh. Boy, was Boondock Saints terrible. Was Kevin James in that? I like Boondocks. Oh, so it was, Boondock no, it was, Saints. Chris, it was Chris Farley. See, that's <laughs> It's a divisive issue. Uh-huh. With Willem Dafoe. Well, I hope, listeners, that we have answered all of your questions about what sorts of movies that you should watch and where you should go to buy them. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I want to say something here, which is kind of on a serious note, uh, which is a... Uh, sincere and heartfelt thank you to all of our listeners for being uh cool and getting what we're doing here and us not being barraged by a bunch of angry emails and calls you know about um the type of advice lack thereof or sexists and racists see i think uh, commentary that we make i think that in general i on this show am am the most active in censoring the sexist and racist stuff that i usually can't stop spewing i see Uh, and so that's why we don't get a lot of that okay we don't get as much of it as you see me getting from my other projects sure i I just want to say that uh no i i've been listening to a lot of other podcasts where uh different comedians who you know have you know, like funny things that they say, but can be misconstrued. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, of course, they're also famous and well-known, but they get sort of inundated by uh, angry messages of people who don't understand that they're making jokes. And I, you know, I just want to say thank you. You We do do have the best fans. Yeah, we do. I'm very proud of them. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's put our fans to bed for the night, Roy. Yeah. I've enjoyed doing this podcast with you. Yeah, me too. And I can't Thank wait you, to Zach. see you next week. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. According to Urban Dictionary, Silkwood Shower. A Silkwood Shower is a very long, hot shower taken to disinfect and decontaminate oneself from environmentally acquired smells such as smoke or food. St- uh, the term stems from the name Karen Silkwood. She was a chemical technician who died under mysterious circumstances after raising issues of contamination at the plant where she worked. In 1983, a movie named Silkwood was released which starred Meryl Streep, Kurt Russell, and Cher. There's a decontamination shower scene in that film, which is the basis for the term being coined. Huh. Urban Dictionary also defines gooch. The piece of skin connecting the scrotum and testes to the poop chute. The gooch is also attached to the bacon strip, which is, this is the wrong definition. <laughs> Urban Dictionary also defines gooch, the tender area that resides between the ball sack and the anal cavity. Example, Henry was loading a couch into a truck and slipped and cracked his gooch. He then cried out, ouch, I cracked my gooch. So it's like a male taint? taint? Uh, I think a taint is a male taint. <laughs>